Bridge. You are listening to Talking Trash. Presented by That's Garbage Media. Here are your hosts. Matt Trump, nope. Sig, nope. and Snake. Yep. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. What's up, fam? This is your host, Snake. No Matril, no Ziggy this week, just me. Uh, I shit can both those guys. So this is the podcast from now on. No, I'm 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 not serious. Uh, so we couldn't swing it all at the same time this this week. So this is uh the first ever episode of www.snakethoughts.gov.www/backslash/snakethoughts inspired by www.creedthoughts.gov.www/backslash/creedthoughts. But most of you guys probably knew that already. But yeah. So this is it. Just me this week. Um, we're going to give this a try. The one-man pod. Here I am, uh, Saturday night, 1 o'clock, and we're just going to kind of do this live and see where it goes. Not really an agenda here. Probably just going to just gonna dive into whatever comes up as I start rambling. But uh, I don't think there's a better place to start than O.J. Simpson. I woke up this morning... And check the Twitter feed, as I normally do, and saw one of the one of the wildest videos I've ever came across on Twitter. It's a selfie video of OJ Simpson. He's essentially claiming that he's firing up his own Twitter account. I, I gotta pull it up for you guys and t- tell me this isn't the most serial killer shit you've ever heard. Coming soon to Twitter, you'll get to read all my thoughts and opinions on just about everything. Now, there's a lot of fake OJ accounts out there. So this one, at the real OJ32, is the only official one. So this should be a lot of fun. I got a little getting even to do. So God bless. Take care. What? I got a little getting even to do. I, I haven't done a lot of fact checking on this, but I did. I saw something else today that mentioned something along the lines of this being like the anniversary of his wife or girlfriend's murder. I don't even know what she was. That must have been his girlfriend, Nicole Smith, maybe whoever it was the the famous murder trial of OJ Simpson. Apparently he thought this was maybe the best time to fire up the old Twitter account and, and get a little bit even just listen to this. Hey, Twitter world. You know, for years, people have been able to say whatever they want to say about me with no accountability. But now I get to challenge a lot of that BS and set the record straight. More importantly, I'll be able to talk about everything, especially sports, fantasy football, and even politics. But for now, let me just say to my fellow fathers out there, happy Father's Day. And God bless. And and this doesn't do it. This audio is probably not doing it justice. You got to watch the video of this man. With no accountability. But now I get to challenge a lot of that BS and set the record straight. So for years, people talked bad about him. But now that he's on Twitter, he can square it all away. More importantly, I'll be able to talk about everything, especially sports, fantasy football, and even politics. 
But for now, let me just say to my fellow fathers out there, happy Father's Day. And God bless. All right. And then the Father's Day spent at the end is kind of wild, too. It's not even Father's Day. From what I can tell, he fired these out sometime on Saturday. But this is big news. The juice is loose, and I'm, I'm freaking pumped for one. I haven't been drinking green tea all day, but I am freaking pumped. I'm freaking pumped! I've been drinking green tea all goddamn day! Oh! oh. Man, he hit his ass with a working oh. toe, man. Yeah. Nice. God, I go to church every goddamn Sunday! Yeah, and of the two videos, I don't... I don't know which one's weirder. This, the second one, he had someone else record it, and he's kind of... He's flexing a little bit. He's got, like, the pool in the background with the with the estate behind him. The first one, he went selfie cam, but... Something about the second one with the wind blowing and he's holding like a cigar or I don't know what he's holding. Might be some some spectacles of some sort, but just a real weird vibe to this dude. Read all my thoughts and opinions on just about everything. Now, there's a lot of fake OJ accounts out there. So day 32 is the only. So it should be a lot of fun. I got a little getting even to do. So God bless. Take care. I'll be able to talk about everything. Especially sports, fantasy football, and even politics. The good news is this this will give him a chance to talk about everything. Specifically said sports. Importantly, I'll be able to talk about everything. Especially sports, fantasy football. Yeah, especially sports, fantasy football. I, I want to talk some sports too, aside from OJ Simpson. This wasn't the only thing on Twitter that, that uh, caught my eye today. Um, I saw one of the all-time most stupid takes from Darren Ravel. I'm going to have to pull up the quote for I don't I don't want to misquote Darren here, but the the story he wrote was something along the lines of professional tennis players getting paid. Yeah, here we go. So he responds to a tweet about tennis players ATP. What do you guys think ATP stands for? Amateur tennis professionals. That's definitely not it. I don't think I'm going to bother looking that one up. But anyway, the tweet is something along the lines of salaries of ranked tennis players. So they must rank tennis players like, I don't know, one to a thousand, kind of like what they do with golfers. And this dude's tweet is listing the salaries of the 300, 400, 500, 600 ranked tennis players. And the dude ranked 300 is pulling in like 77K. And then after that, you can pretty much half it. So 400 is pulling in like 36 and 500's down to 18. And just for good measure, I guess the 600 ranked player is about 15 grand. So Darren Ravel's comment to this was, 15 years ago, I profiled the 200th ranked men's tennis player in the world. He lost money on the year after taxes and expenses. These numbers are eye-opening. Okay, first of all, I'm finding it very hard to believe that after taxes and expenses, this dude lost money. If you're losing money after, well, let's see, the 300th ranked tennis player is making like 77 grand. So let's just, let's be conservative and say 200 is making 80. He's netting zero money after taxes and expenses on 80 grand. Yeah, I'm finding that hard to believe. But more importantly, and the the point as to why I think this is a stupid take, is instead of listing the name of the 200th ranked men's tennis player, he had to write 200th ranked 
men's tennis player. Because guess what, Darren Revelle? No one knows the 200th ranked men's tennis player's name. No one would know who that is. Hence why he doesn't make any money. I don't know. Am I like out of my mind there? I could probably name like 10 current tennis players. I don't have the numbers in front of me, viewership wise and whatnot, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say the reason that dude doesn't make any money is because pretty much no one's ever seen him play. There's a select small group of people that have watched that guy play. I don't even know why I follow Darren Ravel. Darren Ravel is one of those follows that like you do it because you want to see it. But at the same time, every time you see it, it just pisses you off. Like you can look at this dude's mentions and it's all like I would never waste my time replying to it. But it's generally the replies to him are of similar mindset to me every time I read one of his tweets. I actually just got a a video of Darren Ravel sent to me today running a 40. And I think he ripped off a 641. 64140. I don't know how old this dude is. I should probably look it up before I trash him too much, but I'm pretty confident I could be like a six pack deep on the couch and someone could come up, tap me on the shoulder and be like, Hey man, step outside and run a 40 and I could break six. Okay. He's 41. I need a height on Darren Neville. Oh wow. Here's a tweet from him claiming he's 5'11". Dang. I don't know. You guys should watch the video of Darren Neville running this 40. It's like nothing you've ever seen. I don't know. Is that even like a hot take that I could get up off the couch and break six seconds in the 40? I'd almost be tempted to say I could run that fast backwards. I don't know about that, actually. 6'4". I don't know. Man, have you guys ever seen the video of of Dana White going in on Darren Ravel? This is all-time stuff. Let me look this up. He's like... He's talking about an upcoming UFC fight, or maybe it's a, it's an event that just happened, and he's essentially making fun of the media, and then he just starts going in on Darren Ravel specifically. You know, I, I get it for you guys that it's, um, there's an ocean of Twitter tweets and Instagrams and all these things, and I, I guess saying stupid things sometimes makes you stand out. Uh, and you guys should see Dana White's face when he's saying this. He's being like 100% genuine. He's not trying to be insulting or or uh, condescending or anything like that. He's he's just kind of telling it how it is here. Uh, what's his name tonight? It's that idiot's name that I can't stand. Darren Ravel tweets out, the fuck does Darren Ravel know about fighting, number one? Okay, let's let's start with that. And he says uh, the UFC got destroyed tonight because Chris Cyborg lost and Amanda Nunez won and she's not marketable at all and fucking, you know. Okay, that was a, that was an imitation of a gunshot to the head. I just heard something in this video. I think he genuinely didn't know his name. Darren Ravel. You can hear that lady right there. I can't stand. Darren Ravel. He actually needed prompted to figure out Darren Ravel's name. That's amazing. But yeah, that's that's kind of one of my all-time sneaky favorite videos right there. Just Dana White getting pissed at Darren Ravel. But yeah, that's that's probably enough Darren Ravel talk. I don't know. What else do what else do we need to talk about sports? Did you guys see the um, this 
this gentleman that bet on the St. Louis Blues to win the Stanley Cup, and he bet, I think, $400 to win 100000 And supposedly the Blues were the worst team in hockey when he placed the bet. I think it was like halfway through the season. As a fellow sports gambler who's interested in losing money, uh, that was one of the hardest. Like, I had a very difficult time comprehending what I was what I was reading when I heard about this guy. Like suppose if I have the story straight, then supposedly at one point, I think it was after, so obviously the blues played the Bruins and after game five, this guy started to field offers on the, on the ticket itself. So the blues were at home for game six. And before the game, someone had offered him this $400 betting slip that would pay out a hundred thousand if the blues won the Stanley cup, someone offered to buy that for $75,000. And he said, no, dude, how do you say no to that? Like I get this guy looks like a genius now that the blues ended up winning in seven. But like I said, as a guy who loses money gambling on sports, that was hard for me to, that was hard for me to comprehend. Um, and then I saw someone else write about it and this person's point still hasn't been proven wrong to me. Why on earth would you not take the 75K, pull 25K out of it, and put that towards the Blues again to win the series at the time, which was like even money? So like that was one-to-one. So worst case scenario, you lose that bet and you lose that 25 grand out of the 75 and you end up with 50 Best case scenario, that bet wins and you make an additional 25K off that. So he still ends up with 100K. Like I have to be, something must be missing here. I don't understand why anyone wouldn't do that. So best case scenario, he'd win the 100K. Worst case, he'd, he'd win 50K. Something there doesn't add up to me. But I don't know, man. Like the balls on this guy to go into, for the Blues to lose that game six Go into game seven and still not hedge the bet? Like, I just don't get it. And like I said, obviously it paid out for the dude, so at the end of the day, he's a genius. But I don't know. That was something else. Um, Should I try and read, like, real news, not just sports? Like, right now, if I go to Google News, we can see what's going on. All right, we'll just call this, this is on the fly. So I'm kind of nervous about some of these headlines, but we'll just call this the real news segment. I'll I'll dig into the article 0%. Like, I'm just definitely going to just read the headline, and then I'll give you my no BS real news take on it. So let's see what's, let's see what's on Google's headlines right now. Trump says he was briefed on Navy sightings of UFOs. Do I believe it? Not particularly. Seems like an odd thing to make up, but I don't think I believe it either. I don't want to do that one. Here's an article from Forbes. Apple Loop, new iPhone leak confirms design, disruptive lightning port change, major Mac Pro mistake. Okay, I'm just going to save everyone some time there and say that Apple hasn't made any major mistakes with designing anything. That's why they're Apple. Oh, David Ortiz, nine suspects indicted in David Ortiz shooting. Tenth suspect turned self in. How many... Guys, does it take to shoot one person? That's kind of wild, right? 
Oh, here we go. LeVar Ball is back in the headlines. Lonzo trade will be Lakers' worst move. All right, I said I'd get away from sports, though. Here we go. The U.S. government is warning against poop transplants after a person died from E. coli following the procedure. Wait, what? What the hell is it? Poop transplant. Did I read that wrong? The U.S. government is warning against poop transplants. Yeah, hey, Doc. Um, I haven't liked the way my shit looks lately. Could I get a transplant? What does that even mean? Should I click this one? Business Insider. Oh, boy. This has been my garbage before. I'm going to try and read this article, and they're going to, like, shut me out. They're going to, like, paywall me. I'm going to have to talk to Doc Zig about this. Should I, should I just Google poop transplant? I feel like I have to. Poop transplant. There's so many articles about this. Here we go. Poop transplants are a real thing, and they've actually proven to be incredibly beneficial for certain people suffering. First and foremost, can we call shit something other than poop? Is there a medical term for poop? Stool? about stool transplant i don't like to think about a group of doctors like sitting around a room and using the word poop something doesn't seem right there man i'm trying to read this thing it's beneficial for people with a variety of ailments related to their intestines i'm just gonna have to ask zig about this because this makes no this isn't my language this doesn't make any sense but i'm gonna pencil this one down poop transplants i'm gonna have to talk about that with zig on the next episode so hopefully he can explain to me what a what a poop transplant is. And hopefully he doesn't say the word poop transplant because he's not five years old. Okay, I think that's that's probably enough news. I don't know how well news just went there. So let me look at my notes here. I actually made some notes for this. Okay, I have a segment. <laughs> Here's a segment that might work well with this series. Um, see, I wanted to call it What the Flying Fuck. <laughs> that's an all-time quote. Um, but, but first and foremost, this segment is supposed to be about stuff I come across that I read or hear about that just blows my mind. So I have a couple of those I can, I can give to you, but, but I feel like I need to come up with some better title than what the flying fuck before I do that. I, I want to swear less on these podcasts, not more. So we're going to replace that. Maybe we'll just call it like, we'll just call it flying ducks. All right. That's going to be the name of the segment. Flying ducks. So flying ducks is just going to be things that are just too ridiculous to believe. Or like I said, just anything that blows your mind. And let me just give like a, a quick example as to where I'm headed with this. If I think this could maybe, this picture could probably sum up what I'm trying to say better than I'm doing it. If you guys have ever seen a picture, I think it's like a meme. It's like an old school meme. And there's this guy wearing this Star Wars suit. I, I didn't watch Star Wars, but he's probably dressed like, He's got to be dressed like Darth Vader because the mask is like black. He's definitely Darth Vader. And he's standing in the ocean and he's like decked out. Like he has, uh, he definitely has like a cape on and the mask. Like I said, he's wearing like full gear. He's standing out in the ocean and he's holding, I want to say he's holding a, like a, a Brita jug, like a Brita filter and a cup. And he's pouring ocean water into the cup. And then I think the caption was like, sense question mark like s-e-n-s-e sense this makes none so that's what this is going to be about that's flying ducks but before we do that i that reminds me i do have a good 
what the flying fuck story. And then after this story, it'll be the last time I say what the flying fuck on this podcast. But uh, th- this this is important. This is the first time I ever heard that phrase said out loud. And I just lost my mind because I thought it was so funny. Uh, this was probably like three or four years ago. I was uh, home from college for a summer and hanging out with a group of people. And this was probably, a, I'm assuming it was like a Saturday night. Um, there was probably like a group of, I don't know, 20 people or something like that at midnight-ish. And by the time, like the group started to thin. And by the time like 4 a.m. rolled around, it was, there was three people left. And these are the three characters of the story. It's myself, uh, my buddy Stu, and then maybe the third person I'll just leave unnamed. Um, but the background, I guess, is that obviously we were... If we're up at four, we had been drinking. And at that point, you know, like probably time to hit the sack. But some sort of other events took place. And the third unnamed member ingested something else. And he started talking like kind of crazy. And Stu and I were hanging out with him. And I remember like we had made pizza rolls or something like that. Because, you know, 4 a.m., that's a good time to whip up some pizza rolls. We're like outside on a porch eating these pizza rolls. And... This kid started to lose his grip on reality a little bit. Like, he wasn't, like, freaking out or anything like that, but just the way he was talking to Stu and I was, like, he was talking like he was from outer space or something. Like, whatever topic he was talking about, it was, like, a conspiracy theory of some sort, and it was just, like, not registering with either of us. And we probably let him talk for, like, I'll say three minutes. Stu and I didn't say a word. He gets done, like, explaining this conspiracy theory to us. After the seconds of silence, it becomes apparent that he's waiting for some sort of reaction from us. And finally, Stu just <laughs> Stu just looks at him, like, dead in the eye and goes, Hey, man, what the flying fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I think I laughed for, like, five minutes straight. But anyway, we're going to call this flying ducks. This is probably This will probably get me made fun of, but... This is something I heard. It's not that I heard. I noticed this this week, and it blew my mind. So the word alphabetical is made up of, what would you call them, prefixes? I don't know. They're not prefixes. Compound words, base words. It's made up of alpha, beta, as in A, B, alphabetical, alphabetical. So that blew my mind. I, I want to say that's not a coincidence. I feel like there was another thing that blew my mind from just today. There was something about about bees. Uh, someone was explaining to me how bees with um, like pollen versus nectar versus honey. I guess I had never put more than like one second of thought into it, but apparently bees pollinate flowers or something. Which, sure, that makes sense. Like, they go from flower to flower. But I don't believe that's their deliberate effort. What they're doing is they're, like, getting nectar from the flowers. Like, I could have presumed that. But here's the part that really blew my mind. I started thinking about honey. I asked the person, I was like, what's with the honey? Like, is that just a byproduct of the nectar? But it turns out that bees store the honey to eat it, like, at a later date. Which is kind of wild when you think about it. like, so how does that work? Did, when humans end up with honey, do we just go in there and like 
just ravage their beehive and steal all the honey, like the big bad humans. That has to be what's happening. Again, these are probably like two of the dumbest. Like at this point, you guys are probably just thinking like, how does this guy not know this shit to both of those? But I don't know. That one blew my mind. I just, I didn't realize that the bees were actually eating the honey. I thought they were just making it. So I don't know. I think that's it for flying duck. Okay. What else? What else should we talk about? Oh, so I was talking to my girlfriend today about, about band names. I was writing these down. I should read these. I was coming up with band names and a couple of them pretty damn good. I think this could be a new segment on talking trash. Let me get to the list here. Yeah, this was inspired by um, a text I got from Ziggy today. And he had, I don't know how these two words got put together, but he said something along the lines of rigatoni boys. And I was like, okay, that's mine. That's mine now. Like that's a band name, rigatoni boys. But I had come up with some, some more of them. And some of these are just gold. Like, let's see. Okay. This was like, I genuinely came up with this one. And I want to say that someone actually has to have this band name. Treading Water. Like, come on, bro. You know that's good. And then I think my girlfriend came up with Staying Afloat. We did Shedding Light. These are all good. Running on Water. Running on Water, maybe. The G might be important there. Oh, we tried to stick with the Rigatoni theme at one point. Call the band Slightly Sauced. Opening track, Rigatoni. Oh, and then this is genius. This is one of my all-time favorites. I should probably save this. I'll give it to you guys. The. Just that. Just the. T-H-E. That's the band name. Yeah, and I have, I've got more written down here. But I got to save some of these. I think this should be a segment. And then we should rank them every week. And whoever has the worst name... We'll vote, and then whichever person comes up with the worst name has to do one of the bets. I still like the idea of having to go in and crush a Smirnoff in a bar by yourself. I don't know what else I should get into. That might be... Hopefully I'm getting close to 30 minutes. One other thing I could do, I guess, is um, uh, story time. We can do, like, story, story time with Snake, and I'll just... I'll think of a, a story with at least some... I'll think of a somewhat humorous story from the past that I can share. I don't remember if I, I've done some of these solo podcasts before. And first and foremost, I would encourage anyone to try this. It's pretty wild just sitting here talking to yourself, just rambling. But I can't remember if I've told this story on something that we've released or not. But this is good. I want to talk uh, Bill's Mafia. Anyone out there that doesn't know what Bills Mafia is, it refers to the Buffalo Bills. And myself being a Dolphins fan and a couple of my colleagues being Bills fans, in the past we've tried to hit the Bills-Dolphins game in Buffalo on a, on a few different occasions, which we have we have done. I think we just went this last most recent year, and there's always something to it. It's, it's always something wild. But uh, I think on the inaugural trip that I had ever went... Man, that game wasn't even a Dolphins game. That's how dumb this is. I think it was like a Bills and Jets game or something like that. I don't know. but And to make matters better, I was wearing a Carolina Panthers jersey, I'm pretty sure. But my first ever experience that I can recall in the Bills stadium, what is that? That's uh, Ralph Wilson Stadium. 
Um, you know, like every fan base claims like they're the wildest fan base. Um, they're the best fans. They get like the most hype for the games. These Bills Mafia people, man, like it's, it's, they actually exceed the hype. And the story I want to tell kind of gives you like a taste of what it was like. So first of all, I think maybe 10 of us walked into this game or something. And the way we had the tickets, they were just all down the line. So like I could hardly see the people at the other. I was on like the right side towards the aisle. And then like most the rest of the crew was all like left of me. But as soon as we got in there, I saw a lot of like fiddling around going on down at that end and some conversing with the uh, with the people in the row behind us. It all seemed fine, like not like angry or fighting or anything like that, but something was going on. As I later found out, uh, the the people behind us must have dropped a flask that they brought into the game. And then the crew that I was with was just repeatedly passing the flask to someone that person would run to the bathroom take a swig and then they just proceeded to polish off these poor people behind us flask there might have even been two of these things they clearly like dropped them and i guess the conversation was like hey did you guys see a flask fall down there or something brought a flask in here and i I can't find it i thought i heard it hit the ground and the people i was with were just looking back at them and just Staring them dead in the eyes, just saying, nope, never never saw it. Like, good luck finding it. You probably forgot it in the car, blah, blah, blah. Like, everyone's drunk, so people were willing to believe whatever at that point. But anyway, like I said, the people I was with were just, like, crushing this thing. And that's kind of a side note, but that just popped into my head. The, The real meat of the story, and this is true Bill's Mafia, is at some point, like, towards the end of the game, Like, people should be sobering up at this point. I think it's probably, like, late third, maybe early fourth. And the game was competitive. Um, But something happened. Man, now I'm starting to think the Dolphins were playing. I don't know. That tells you what kind of mindset I was in as well. I can't even remember if my favorite team was playing or not. But something happened that caused me to celebrate. And I'm sitting on the aisle, and I throw my right hand out in celebration. Like, someone scored or something, and I throw my right arm up in the air and as I do I feel it connect with something and I quickly realize like oh shit I just hit something someone and I turn around and there's this guy standing there like middle-aged dude and he's kind of looking at me but he's not mad like I for a split second I'm like oh I hit this guy like in the head or in the shoulder I must have hit him and then all of a sudden I realize I look down and there's this woman on the ground. And you can probably see where this is going. I threw my hand up, cracked this woman in the face by accident, obviously. Like, I didn't know she was coming up or coming down the aisle. Must have hit the deck immediately. And all, this is all happening, like, in a split second. And I'm already leaning down to help her up and apologize. And the guy puts his hand on my shoulder to, like, stop me. But he's not mad. He's looking at me and he's like, hey, man, I'm so sorry about that. She's so drunk. (laughs) To this day, I would love to see what the look on my face was because I couldn't have been more confused as to what just happened and as to why this guy was apologizing to me for punching his wife in the face. But uh, 
that's just how Bill's Mafia does it, I guess. I don't know. That was a pretty random story, but that that is one of my favorites. So I don't know. I should probably wrap this thing up. I do want to finish this with some garbage. We're going to kind of stick with the, with the real pod ending here. That's garbage! I have such a list of garbage. I should just go in on some more Game of Thrones. I don't know if I've really followed that up. I had to spoil that one episode. I'll spoil it again, man. I know who wins or whatever. I know who sits on the throne. Should I say it? I probably shouldn't say it. There's at least like one person that listened to this that hasn't finished it. I won't say it. I don't know the first thing about the show, but I do know that. But anyway, I mean, this isn't spoiling anything. And this is kind of old news at this point, but it still needs to be said. I don't know what's worse. The amount of people that were talking about Game of Thrones when it was going on or the amount of people that are now bitching about the ending of that show. I think it's the bitching that's actually more maddening than the show itself. Like, I'm sure this isn't an original take or whatever, but if you weren't cool with the ending, like, you could, you know, make a make a better show, write a better ending for the show. I don't know. This stuff is just, like, mind-blowing to me. It's a show about, like, mythological dragons and leprechauns and people decided it didn't end the way they wanted it to like dude it's a sci-fi show like what kind what kind of magical ending were you expecting about a magical show i don't know man like it's starting to die down now but just that month or two straight of the people that complained about the ending of game of thrones you guys are trash you're straight up garbage i I hope that's the last time i ever ever talk about Game of Thrones. What's worse than people talking about Game of Thrones or complaining about Game of Thrones? How about the guy that complains about people complaining about Game of Thrones? That guy's the worst. That's me. So I don't know, man. That's uh, that's it. That's, that's me winging snake thoughts on a late night Saturday night. Apologies that we couldn't bring you the, the actual full-blown show this week, but maybe this will inspire uh, you know, another spinoff. I'd love to get Matril to start his own solo podcast now that I think about it. I would love to hear that. How about just a show of like Matril pointing out technicalities for like an hour straight? He could just go forever. All right, that was kind of a weird way to wrap this up, but that's it. I am wrapping this up. I don't know. Uh, shout out to the Talking Trash crew. Shout out to Matril and Ziggy. Follow the actual podcast at that's underscore garbage and reach out to the hotline at 424-235-4205. I think I need to read something from that actually before we, before we end. I want to get this dude on the show too. Let me, let me pull up his message. Okay. This is going back a bit, but, um, just a quick listener submittal from our friend, Abe. The only beer I have ever given a five on untapped is Natty Light. Hashtag yak piss. So hashtag yak piss. That's I think that's an Aunt Judy special. Shout out Aunt Judy as well. And Abe, if you're listening, I gotta get you on here, buddy. All right, I think that's it. So I'll just roll myself out. I gotta get my own outro for this shit. I'm just gonna come up with my own alternate Chitty Bang song here. So thank you all for listening, and I will talk to you all next week.
niggas in simple tents. Tell them bitches fall back, just like they was limbo in. We still ride a Acura, but showtime we be limbo in. Rest in peace to the dead.